This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning and welcome to Community Connection. We are here today with Jake Ducat. He is with Ameren, and we're going to talk about some natural gas and some other information about Ameren. Before we get into that conversation, we want to remind people that we are trying to help Project Success fulfill their 24th annual Christmas wish list. Of course, this is for the children that are in their programs, along with their, their brothers or sisters out the house. And so we have a few on the list. We have child number 202. This is an eight-year-old boy. He's wishing for size seven boys' clothing, size one shoes, and he would like Power Rangers. We also have child 203. That's a five-year-old girl. She would like size five girls' clothing, size nine shoes, and some Barbies or ponies. We also have another child, a two-year-old girl. She's wishing for size 40 clothing, size seven shoes, and she would like play dishes and play food or dolls. And then we have child 205, that's a five-year-old boy. He would like size six or seven clothing, size 12 shoes, and he would like balls or dinosaurs. So, of course, we want to all try to pitch in and make sure we help Project Success as they're starting to wrap up um, this Christmas wish list. Of course, they have almost 250 kids, so a lot of children in the community that they try to serve. Um, they are also looking for coats, assorted sizes, any size coat you would buy, they have a student that could use that. So again, we want to make sure we're trying to help Project Success fulfill those lists. They are, um, they're just great at doing that. I've seen them in action on preparing for gift day. And when they take these, these, pri- these present bags to children, it's usually a, just a huge bag because the community is so generous. So let's make sure we're helping them again this year. Um, if you want to learn more, you can call Kimberly. Her number is 446-3200, and anybody at the office can give you good information. Um, again, for today, we want to make sure we're welcoming Jake Ducat with us. Jake, tell us about your position with Ameren. Yeah, my position is the in our public awareness group. I'm the supervisor for gas public awareness. Um, I've been in the role for several years and been with the company for about 15 years uh, in different positions from safety to gas operations, actually working out in the field, doing gas leak investigations and responding to hit lines and and all that good stuff. Um, So, Jake, how did you become involved with Ameren? Was this something that you were working toward or you saw an opportunity? How did you pick Ameren? I started off, I was in contract locating and underground cable construction prior to coming here. Uh, so uh, what we're seeing with a lot of the fiber boom right now, I was, you know, in a similar company doing that type of work and in, in home installation. And, and that's exactly what it was. You know, once I got into locating, uh, underground, marking the underground cable lines, you know, I got to meet a lot of the folks out in the field. I know what the industry was all about and I saw the opportunity and and honestly, the opportunity came to me, you know, it's just I had the uh, I had a good relationship with with the workers out in the field and, and locating and, um, you know, it came up and I jumped on board and it's been the greatest thing ever since. Awesome. Well, thank you for that backstory. I, I always like to uh, 
find out, you know, what made you decide to go in that field. So, you know, since you were with location, talk about the importance. I know that's not why you came on today, but just talk about the importance. And again, it's winter and we're probably not talking about digging. However, some people might be. So just a a real quick do's and don'ts. Well, it's a good message because we are, uh, you know, at that season of change, you know, going from fall and uh, winter's not too far away. And, and so we do have a lot of homeowners and contractors and, and excavators that are scrambling to get things finished up before wintertime. So kind of like the mad dash we see in the beginning of, of the year when the weather breaks in the spring, we're seeing the same kind of demand this time of year. Um, so it's important to know to go out and and mark get get everything marked underground. If you're doing any type of project, whether it's landscaping, uh replacing a fence, replace a basketball hoop, uh, adding any of that, uh, you know, gardening. Uh, all those type of activities require us to call 811 and have all those underground utility lines marked before we do that type of digging. Um, it, it is important. I mean, we're seeing a lot of, a, a lot of damage and blowing gas events across the state and across our territory because of the fiber boom and, and a lot of other construction uh, activities. So, uh, it's just important because we we got a lot going on right now to to make sure we we call and have those marked out. Because um, worst case scenario, I mean, we hit a line, we have that uncontrolled blowing gas, and you know that can really lead to some catastrophic events. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, there's no charge to do this. I I think that sometimes you know you might think, well, it's going to take time and it's going to cost me, but but. All of the above, I've called before several times, and they are out there very quickly. I mean, I'm kind of surprised at the response time. Yeah, it, it is a free charge. Um, it, it does take a little bit of uh, prior plan, uh, planning, you know, because we, ha- we have to give uh, th- those locators 48 business hours or two business days uh, time frame to come out and mark those, you know, which can be tough for, for homeowners. I mean, I'm guilty of it too, of having to postpone some projects because, you know, you get nice weather this week and you want to go out there and start doing some digging and and getting stuff done. Um, But I didn't give myself enough time to get those lines located. So we we do have to have a little bit of planning to go into that, but absolutely. It's a free charge. I mean, there's no, I mean, aside from it being free and very easy to call 811 and have it marked out, it's the law. There you go. All right, let's take our first break and we'll come back and uh, jump into the subject. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Jake Ducat from Ameren and he's going to talk about natural gas. Um, of course, we were just talking about locating services and call before you dig the 811. Want to make sure that you're paying attention to that. But, Jake, um, talk about the natural gas process. Uh, the natural gas process, uh, as far as how do we get the gas, we, we don't make the gas ourselves. We don't manufacture it. Um, you know, we, we purchase all of our gas from the open market uh, in a lot of a lot of folks don't realize that we actually add that that smell to it as when when they drill for it down in the gulf and in other areas around the country and they transport it across country to us and other companies it's not odorized it's you can't smell it can't see it can't can't taste it uh we actually add that 
uh, chemical to it. It's called mercaptan. So it gives it that really pungent rotten egg odor. And we add that at all of our various uh, gate stations across our territory. And that's that's how we recognize and we identify natural gas with that rotten egg odor as, you know, um, having that gas leak or, or potential of it. So, uh, so yeah, we pick it up from from different companies around, and we transport to all of our, all of our customers. And, and it's good to reference that for Captain because that's something that we add to it at a very high threshold to where, um, you know, very low concentration of gas, but you can you readily detect it pretty quickly. And, and we do that just to keep our customers safe so they can smell that gas quickly before it becomes a hazardous concentration. They can react to it fast. You know, I, I completely forgot about the rotten egg smell because I was actually thinking, I, I not in my home, but I was at someone's home the other day, and I'm like, I, I could smell that rotten egg smell, and I was thinking, what is that? Is that sewer? Um, but bingo, I, I forgot that that was actually gas. I better call them. As soon as we get done with the show, I'm going to call them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, so you've made it where you know it has that distinctive rotten egg smell. If someone is smelling that in their home or business, what should they do? First thing is get out safely. Get to a safe location. Uh, we we want to try to educate and emphasize: don't touch light switches. Don't worry about you know closing windows or, or anything like that. Uh, make phone calls. We want you to get get out to a safe location. Uh, across the street, down the street, at a neighbor's house, somewhere safe where we're out of um, out of the, the the structure, and call Amron. You know our toll free number is easy to remember: eight hundred seven five 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 thousand. You can even program that into your phone. That way, you've always got it handy. Uh, but worst case scenario, if, if you don't have that program, you don't remember that. We can always default with nine one one and get the fire department involved as well. Uh, we partner with our fire departments across the state. Uh, we do a lot of training with them, and, and and we do a lot of work together. So we got a great partnership with them. So whether you call our 800 number, 911, whichever is easiest to remember and, and access quickly. But we want you to get out of the get out of the building. And the reason we talk about light switches and, and not running around gathering stuff up is um, we don't know what that concentration of gas is. We don't know how strong it is that you smell and so we want to err on the side of caution and prevent any type of ignition source you know in the in the instance that possibly there was a higher level of gas in, inside the building so that's why we say just you know think of the think of the saying smell gas act fast and, and that's what we're we're trying to emphasize is just get out quickly and um, and even when we're when when you're in doubt uh, that's something that we see from time to time is uh, we we respond to gas leaks and we find out they've been smelling it for a couple of days. Maybe they've been smelling it for a week. And and those are unfortunate. And, and typically the reason is, well, we didn't want to bother you or we weren't quite sure or I just didn't know 100%. Well, even make that call when in doubt. Uh, and, and same as we were just talking about 811 and locates, right? Um Calling in a gas leak and having us respond out to investigate a gas leak is free of charge. doesn't cost you a thing. Okay. And so what about not opening windows? Yeah, in the same regard, again, we don't know what the concentration of gas is, right? Um, 
first, we don't want you spending that extra time in the house. We don't want you spending, you know, any more time than getting out safely. We, so we don't want you opening up windows for that case. We also don't want you opening in the event that it was really high levels or is very strong concentration of gas. Um, we have what we call flammable range, which is kind of that sweet spot of, of gas and air mixture where it can be flammable. Um, and if it is very strong in the house and we start opening windows, we can actually vent that down to where it brings it back into that flammable range. And that's something we definitely don't want uh, until we have all the ignition sources cut. We got the occupants out and we got fire department there to assist us. It's just we want you to get out quickly and safely. Yep. Good point. Um, so what about, uh, so the homeowners left, they've made the call. What happens from there when Amron responds to a natural leak? Yeah, when we, we'll respond with uh, our one-man trucks, our, our gas workers. Uh, sometimes they'll be in a one-man truck, some, and if we need more manpower, we'll call for some crews. But uh, when we respond, we're going to park the same thing. We're going to park adjacent to the house, and we're going to approach it. We're going to look at the gas meter first. That's usually our first place to go. Um, just to verify the meter number, make sure we we're actually at the right location. And then that meter can tell us some things, whether that we got a free-flowing gas or if there's a appears to be a substantial leak inside, that meter will tell us a lot of that. Um, we'll meet with the homeowner or the property owner, kind of figure out what's going on, what are they experiencing, and then we'll go through and we'll check throughout the entire structure. We'll check all the gas appliances. Uh, we'll actually probe some holes outside to make sure there's nothing leaking outside that's migrating inside. Um, so we'll go through a lot, a lot of different steps, call it a checklist, if you will. Uh, we've got a pretty robust checklist and procedure that we do for everything that we check on the gas leak investigation. And we'll go through all those, uh, those motions on, on that. And then lastly is we will make it safe based on whatever we find. And then we'll communicate everything with the property owner and, and, and those whoever called the gas leak in. Okay, good information. Let's take our first break, our, our, actually our second break, and we'll come back and finish the show. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection this morning. We have Jake Ducat with it with us. He's with Ameren and he we are talking about gas safety, natural gas. So Jake, do not laugh at me, but is propane the same as natural gas? <laughs> I don't know, is it? <laughs> it is not. Uh, okay. propane, uh the there's actually a very distinct difference between the two of them. Um, natural gas is lighter than air, so it's gonna naturally go higher and, and work itself down. So that's why a lot of times when you see us checking for gas leaks when we come into the residence or the building, we're always checking up very high because that's where we're going to get our best readings to start. And then propane uh, or LP gas, however you're familiar with it, is actually heavier than air. So it's going to lay pretty low. It's going to, you know, if there is a somebody that's on propane, it's going to start filling in the crawl spaces in low areas first and then work its way back up. There is a slight distinct difference in the odor. Um, I think propane has more of, a, more of a sulfur type of an odor to it, but uh, nonetheless, they both have that rotten, rotten, very pungent odor to it. Okay, good information. I, I, I literally didn't know that. So thank you for clarifying that in my mind. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> 
And so um, what are, well, actually, let's talk about the color of a flame. So if you if you have a flame going with natural gas, why why is the color important? Well, uh, it's it's one of those quick things we can look at and uh, and it tells us a good story. So natural gas, when it's burning properly, when it's clean burning it, you'll have that nice crisp blue flame. Um, if you got a gas stove, think of every time you light the stove, you got that nice blue flame underneath the pot of boiling water. And that's what we want to see all the time, whether it be your stove, your water heater, your furnace, anytime um, gas is burning, uh, we should have that nice blue flame. Whereas if we start noticing, uh, again, go back to the stove, we go to cook dinner, we turn the, the burner on and it's orange or it's yellowish, got a lot of speckling to it, you know, that dirty flame is what we call it. That can be a sign of something else going on in the house. Um, it can be as simple as a dirty stove. It can be as simple as a humidifier, maybe some cleaning products after we just cleaned the kitchen. But it can also be as dangerous as a sign of a carbon monoxide leak. So when gas isn't burning completely, is it? It's not burning properly. Um, you get those those orange or yellow flames. You know, it's um, it can be incomplete combustion and the reason we emphasize on that is is that's just a really easy thing. Again, I, I, I fall back on the stove a lot because that's the most common one we're around all the time. It's easy to look at. Um, that if we see that, it might be something where maybe we should call, to, uh, you know, a appliance technician. Maybe we should call Ameren um, to have those things checked out, you know, to make sure that we don't actually have a CO, uh, CO leak going on or, or some sort of a carbon monoxide problem and and really we just want to make sure those appliances are checked out okay jake would it be the same with a gas burning um heater or you know like the little stove types of things should those be blue too or uh are they yeah the ventless heaters like um you know the the wall mounted heaters the ventless heaters in the garage and stuff like that they should be blue as well um you shouldn't have a lot of that speckling um, gas fireplaces are a little bit tougher, um, just because you do have a little bit more of an orangish flame to those, just because they're recreating what a, a, a wood fire would look like, you know. Mm -hmm. So those are a little bit more unique in a sense of of how they operate, and those are all sealed units and and should be venting outside also. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the ventless and the, and the smaller heaters should have that blue flame characteristic uh, to it as well. Um, and that's a good thing to kind of segue into another, uh, recommendation is have your appliances inspected every year. Um, you know, once we get towards the end of summer, you know, kids are going back to school and, and vacations are finishing up and we're getting ready to move into the new school years and new, you know, fall and all that. It's a good time to reference uh, or, or to mark your calendar and have a technician come out and inspect all those. Have them inspect your gas appliances and make sure they're operating correctly, they're venting correctly, and, and everything is, is tightened up. Mm -hmm. um, so would that be like a heating and air specialist? I mean, who would that be that you would call? Yeah, you could do for, you know, uh, furnace water here it could be an HVAC technician. Uh, if you're worried about a stove, maybe you got an older stove and you just want to check out an appliance, you know, a kitchen appliance technician would be a good one for that. Um, 
And HVAC te- technicians are very good with being able to check your gas pipes and all the gas lines around there and make sure that they don't have any leaks as well. Good information. Um, what are any other preventive tips that we should be following? Uh, yeah, just keep those uh, appliances clear. Uh, I, I know from my, my history when I was out in the field, I mean, we saw that quite a bit where you go down to a utility room. What's a utility room in a lot of houses? It's kind of that catch-all room, you know, where it catches everything that you want to kind of out of sight, out of mind. And so water heaters and furnaces, they tend to get boxes put in front of them or stacked in front of them. Maybe, you know, suitcases after vacations over get thrown down there and, and kind of piled up in front. And we just want to make sure those appliances are clear of any debris, any uh, clothing, rags, anything like that, just so they got the proper air ventilation to help them burn and operate the way they should. Um, You know, another one that I've seen a lot is a washer and dryer tend to be down in the utility room. And a lot of times we, we want to hang our clothes after we pull them out of the dryer, pull them out of the washer, we want to hang them out to dry a little bit more. And, and a lot of times we've seen those, uh, the gas pipe running across the, the, the floor joists up there. Gas pipe seems to be a very easy one to reach up to and hang your clothes on there, but we don't want to do that either. Uh, so just making sure that we keep our appliances and the gas lines clear of anything. Okay, really good information. Um, what else can you tell us today? Um, I think the, the biggest emphasis from what we've seen is we really just want to reemphasize the message of even when you're in doubt, if, you, if you're not quite sure whether it's gas or smell, like you said earlier, maybe it's sewer gas, maybe it's natural gas, we don't know, make that phone call. Uh, get us engaged out there. We're 365 or 24-7, 365. Uh, we, we offer round-the-clock coverage, and, and, and that's what our job is. That's what we want to do. You know, you ask any of our gas workers out in the field, you know, and they'll tell you their biggest priority and their biggest focus is making sure our customers and our stakeholders are safe. And they're all in with wanting to come out and do those investigations and make sure everybody's safe. And they're going to go to sleep with a peace of mind and they're going to wake up with the same peace of mind in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and Jake, as you said too, you don't mind if, if we're wrong, it's best if we're wrong, right? If we call Absolutely. you and we're wrong, best. So make sure you're making the call. Remind us of that number again. And again, the importance of putting that in your cell phone. Yeah. Our number to call in the gas, like our toll free number is 1-800-755-5000. And, and I suggest everybody program that number into their cell phone. I mean, because in the heat of the moment, you know, whether you know you got a gas leak, you're scared that you have a gas leak, or maybe digging outside and we accidentally hit something. Uh, in the heat of the moment, you don't want to have to go searching for that number. Put it right there at top. Amron starts with an A, and give us a call, and it just helps you access that number a lot faster. Okay, good information. Jake, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, you know, public, I, I hope you're uh, listening to what he's saying, following these steps, making sure that we're safe. And uh, you gave us some really good tips too, Jake. So thank you for that. Thank you for letting me come on today. I appreciate it. You're more than welcome. Audience, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Um, again, some great tips there. We'll be back in the morning. We're going to be talking about open enrollment with uh, health insurance. So we'll be back uh, in the morning. Until then, have a good rest of your day.
You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.